Hi, this is Kylie, and you're listening to episode 29 of Fixer Up. If this is the first time you're listening to me, thank you. Welcome. I just took a little bit of a break, so, and I'm back for version two or Fixer Up 2.0 or Fixer Up Redo. You know, all of those things. All of those things work, right? So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you have decided to listen and welcome to round two. If you've listened to other episodes and have decided to come back, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad you came back. Thank you for um, being patient during my little break. It wasn't wasn't really a break. I just didn't record, <laughs> but I did podcast work. But I'm excited because I have fun things planned, or at least I think they're fun. <laughs> and, and by planned, I mean like semi-planned in my head, a little bit in my head, a little bit on paper. You know how that goes. I think I discussed that last time. <laughs> At least I'm consistent. <laughs> so I'm kind of going to dive right into it. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you guys know today is uh, 420. So yay. Yesterday and today, there was a solar eclipse. Not that we could see it on our side of the hemisphere, but it still happened. <laughs> I think the effects of eclipses, like it's heavy energy. You know, like there's lots of stuff and lots of releasing going on and lots of thoughts and intentions. I don't know if you're supposed to do an intention or not or manifest or not. I don't really, I haven't really uh, dove into that too much, but I was kind of focusing more on the releasing and like the heavy energy. So this episode is going to be, um, it's going to be kind of heavy. If you have triggers about like, um, I don't know just like unalive stuff. Does that make sense? I don't I don't want it to be too heavy for you if you were triggered by this stuff or if right now it's a sensitive time for you and, and you're kind of emotional or if you're like perimenopausal like I am and it kind of makes you more emotional. So yeah, it might be it might be a little triggering. So please be fair warned. So the other day I was having a conversation with one of my nieces and we were actually, we were talking about her mom. I don't know if I've mentioned a ton of stuff about my, my sister, but she has some, some issues and sometimes they're very hard to deal with. And, um, it's, it's, it's been hard on the girls and it's been hard on the family and it's just kind of, you know, sometimes we talk about it, you know, and I think that's a good thing because I want my nieces to be open and to feel that they can talk to us about what's happened in their lives and maybe make some sense of some shit. You know, I don't know. So have you ever wished someone unalive? Not wished. That's not the right word. Kind of like just thought about their death. Not like you're not planning anything or any or like you're not hoping for it or praying for it or nothing like that, you know, but you just kind of know it's going to happen. You just don't know when. Does that make sense? I personally call it like preparing for somebody's death. I mean, and I'm not talking like an old person who's in hospice or something like that. I, I don't mean that, you know, but it's just kind of like mentally, kind of mentally just thinking about it because it's, it's a fact, like, you know, it's going to happen and maybe there's a good chance it's going to happen from certain things that are going on in your life at the time or whatever. I used to do it all the time with my mom. She has epilepsy. So growing up, it was just kind of like a fact of my life, you know, that, that she has this um, disease. And sometimes she would have seizures and I'd come home and there'd be blood on the floor or something. So it was just always something I kind of had to think about. So that was one of the reasons I used to think about her death. Another reason I think that, I mean, let's be honest, 
I I was a physically abused kid, so it's not a stretch for for physically abused kids to think of the unaliving of their abuser. You know, um, it again not something I wished for, not something I prayed for, or anything like that. You know, but it's just something I thought about. So we were talking about that kind of stuff, and unfortunately, like that cycle of abuse has unfortunately been repeated with my nieces. And it's a hard thing to watch, right? And it breaks my fucking heart. Like it totally breaks my heart. And don't be surprised if I start totally crying. So my niece made a like, when she is on a live statement, you know, not and if statement, it was a when statement. And I completely agree with the assessment of it. Um, You know, my sister has drinking issues and she has other medical issues going on so it's it's really unfortunately it's 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 a it's a possibility right and it's a good possibility and it's sad and I I feel I feel really bad for her but mostly you know mostly I'm sad and and pissed like I'm so fucking pissed (sighs) yeah I'm I'm pissed because like in my mind my my sister had this chance to fix shit and she only perpetuated the cycle and that pisses me off like crazy you know granted it was I mean I understand it was never her responsibility to fix it you know I I mean I you can't fix it right stuff happened and you can't change that but it wasn't her responsibility to fix it especially not for me but maybe it was something I wanted for her kids or for her so she could be healed like to finally have a chance at at real love and pure love, you know, at least for a little while. Not just that, but she had other chances growing up. Like there was more money when she was younger, you know, so she was able to do sports and band (laughs) and park district stuff. And I know that's not like, I don't know, like to me, that was like you had money. If you were in band and sports and you could take that park district stuff, (laughs) to me, that's like a higher bar than I had, you know, that stuff really wasn't an option for me. And A lot of it's, you know, well, a lot of it's because we didn't have the money. But I also like had to take care of her like legit, not by choice. I half raised her and she didn't take advantage of those other opportunities that she was given. And that kind of pisses me way off. That that totally pisses me way off. Like, I don't know. Is it just me? Like, am I being stupid? I don't know. But I think I'm also, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm pissed and I'm sad you know, and I'm super, super sad for my sister. And I'm super, super sad for my nieces. And for my brother in law who had to handle, you know, and I say handle like in quotes, of course, my sister for so long and is still handling her, you know, and, and for me, I feel sad for me, because I always wanted the sister relationship, you know, like the ones that you see on TV, and they're like joking and laughing and talking about boys and sharing makeup and all that shit. I didn't fucking have any of that shit. I did not have any of that with my sister. I I don't have that now. You know, I mean, I do have that with my nieces, which is really cool. And I was actually talking to somebody that I was dating. And I was laughing and joking. And I said, because my oldest niece was coming over and like to hang out. And I was like, Oh, she's coming over. There goes my favorite sweatshirt and all this other stuff. And, and I was like, it's really cute. But you know, whenever they come over, you know, Auntie Kai is 
down shoes and clothes and whatever. And I said, I always kind of wanted that fun relationship with my sister. And he's like, well, it sounds like you have the fun relationship with your nieces. So you actually have the relationship just with different versions or whatever, which I thought was really sweet to point out to me. So thank you for helping me recognize that, Frank. (laughs) I think I might have given him a nickname, but I mean, we just went on one date. Like it wasn't, you know, (laughs) it wasn't anything. So... Anyways, I'm also sad because, you know, my sister's too afraid to make a choice. And, and that's what my niece said. She's like, she's choosing to do nothing. And I, I tried to remind my niece that, you know, her mom is acting out of fear. Like she's almost frozen from it. Like it's just kind of like I luckily haven't had to operate like that before. So I don't know. She's made terrible choices that have hurt people, you know, especially my nieces. I mean, she's an alcoholic and she's got other mental issues for sure. And, and she can't think straight, you know, and it's not a, it's not a good place to operate from. I, I tried to say that to my niece, like, just, you know, remember this. And I, I know it's hard, but you have to try to remember this. And it's just sad, you know. So I don't know. So I'm reading a book um, for another episode, actually, like probably episode 30. The book is called Life Disrupted and it's by Tracy E. Baldwin. And one of the chapters, it's called Let Go and Make Space. At the end of the chapter, Tracy talks about forgiveness and how it overcomes pride, hurt, anger, and resentment. But if you can do it, you'll be closer to your authentic self. I mean, isn't that what we're trying to be, right? Closer to our, our authentic self. Tracy's going to be on an episode with me probably next week. So I think I'm going to ask her, like maybe if she could help me do a little bit of a deeper dive, like regarding this. But the first thing I thought of after reading that was, do I need to forgive my sister? And do I need her to forgive me? Like realistically, how much time is there to do all this stuff? You know, I don't know. I mean, I was thinking, of course, I need to forgive her. Like all the stuff that happened when we were kids, not like nothing was her fault, you know, although she was an asshole. (laughs) But in her defense, all she ever knew was chaos. And my mom was worse for her, like during most of my sister's life, you know, it was like, my sister was the youngest. So she was exposed to it longer. And my mom was at her worst, you know, and so that's not a good combination. Maybe by the time my dad got her, maybe it was too late. And I, I tried and I, I really did my best, but I, I had to go to college. I had to leave and, you know, I, I had to go and all of us left, all of us left and almost didn't look back. Like I've forgiven myself for that kind of stuff, but all the poor choices she made afterwards and the chances that she squandered, you know, I don't know, maybe she was already operating out of fear back then. You know, maybe that's been her whole MO, her whole life. And maybe that's how she protected herself and numbed herself and coped with it. And that's just fucking sad. You know, that's just sad. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe next week Tracy can help me unpack this some more. But I don't know. I don't think this episode is going to end up wrapped in a pretty little bow. (laughs) I've got to definitely do some more work here. And I've got to work some of the stuff out. Um, I can't say for sure that this eclipse has me totally heavy into my feelings and I've got to release this anger like towards my sister I've got to release the being pissed shit because that's that's me right like I'm pissed because I think she squandered these things and I'm pissed because she didn't fix it but that's me that's not her like I'm pissed because of it not her you know so yeah clearly I've got some other shit I've got to work out you know 
but doesn't she deserve that now? You know, and don't I deserve that now? Doesn't she need it? And don't I need it? And both don't we both need it? Right? So, okay, well, so that's it. (laughs) This isn't a, like I said, this isn't wrapped up in a pretty bow. And I, and I don't mean to be laughing, you know, it's just hard. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to episode 29 of Fix Her Up. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, hope, I hope the eclipse hasn't been as heavy for you guys as it has been for me. But I do hope that if it has been super heavy for you, that you're, you're just going to go in, like just dive in and, and get in it and get there and fucking roll around in the muck and think about it and write shit down. And, you know, hopefully the universe will show us where to go next, right? And hopefully next week I can dive in with Tracy. Again, she wrote Life Disrupted. So I'm totally excited to have her on because it's a really good book. So I hope you guys stick around for next week. If you um, need to get a hold of me, my socials are D. My email is www. No, wait, that's not my email. <laughs> that's something else. Sorry. I'm tired. I'm so tired. My email is fixherup01 at gmail.com. My um, Google voice, if you want to leave a voicemail, is 773-236-1112. And my website is www.fixherup.net. Thank you for listening. Poopeach, take care. See you guys in a couple weeks.